Hello! <laughs> Welcome oh, to the Villains started. Talk Show. I'm C4, yeah. <laughs> your host. And Happy New Year. And I I don't know I don't know where we got that new soundbite, but it was the sexiest voice I've ever heard. I don't know about anyone else. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I've heard better, I'll be honest. You are just saying that because you can't handle it. That being said, exactly. That's it. Uh, to my right is Sarah Vike. Further down is Insaniac. Hello, Insaniac. Welcome back. Here in voice and in actual. Not just in chat. All right, that's enough from you. And then back over to the right is is uh, the great Grease Goblin. And as always, lurking in the corner, saying only a couple things every so often, is Sir Jeremy. Hello, sir. Who told you to leave the closet? How dare I lose my voice? You know, oh, have room to find. Stand in the corner, I'm just gonna peek out the door. <laughs> <every time. laughs> For people who've never come, who've never seen us before, we are just a regular talk show. We talk about random topics that we come on that we think of. We have guests, and yeah. Today's topic, because it's a new year, um, and we're kind of hoping that it's going to be a good one, even though I'm I'm on team that's going to be shit decade. Team shit decade. Um, we are, we are going to talk about abandoned resolutions. You know, those, those things that we tell ourselves that everyone knows we always abandon and that everyone always talks about they always abandon. So then why do we lie to ourselves? And then, but before that... We're going to talk about fan fiction because right. I'm going to be candid about this is I like a bridge series, but I absolutely hate fan fiction. I hate it. Red fan fiction. Oh, dude, don't let work. We'll get into that. But there's <laughs> I'm of the opinion there is no such thing as true. good fan fiction. It's funny. There's no such thing as good fan fiction. Fan fiction once in my life. And yeah, that's today. Uh, hello, Kits. Nice to see you. Lies are comfort blankets in cold reality. Well, yeah, that's 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 the that's why I tell myself them all the time. That's why I sleep so warmly at night. You're pretty. <laughs> Thank you. I know. My mom always tells me that too. Somebody has to be. Someone, <sighs> someone's got to bring realistic attitude sometimes. So compliments aside, um, let's uh, let's start with fan fiction. Um, I would like to point out that the one of the worst fan fictions ever made became a fucking goddamn series and a movie series. And that is. Ooh, I wonder what you could be talking about. Oh, it's called Sparkly Vampires of Death. That was a fan fiction. It's a good thing I never watched it. No, yep. that's not a fan fiction. But it there's is. a fan fiction based it on it. Fan fiction. Mm. That's not the No, I thought Twilight was a fan fiction of. Um... No. No. Oh, please enlighten me then, Sarah. Please, please tell me. Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan fiction. Of star- star- That's a fan right! Fiction of I'm sorry! sort of like halfway there. What a great step up! <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Kit says fan fiction is a valuable tool for writers who want to practice subverting expectations. The point is often to subvert world relations and characters in the universe. Not that I've ever written any. <laughs> Not a likely story. I, okay, I I won't lie and say that sometimes I watch properties and I think of my own alternate endings or I think of my own contributions if I was ever given the chance to contribute to said thing. Like, let's say if I was given the chance to write a Star Wars short story, but I would never. But and and you could call that fan fiction, but at the same time, the way I look at it is that's being trusted with a property to create something that they plan on publishing not something that you're going to write and put on the internet and have 50,000 followers who have no idea how to fucking write think that you're the greatest writer ever and then all of a sudden get 
a movie series about it. And uh, just, uh... but please, anyone, no. contra- contradict me. So it's hot in Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, I I really can't disagree with you. I got one on I'm team. Just gonna be... We're just your pretty faces, John. Don't worry. What? What? Come on, Sarah. You. That's. I, I see that what? smile. Oh, I don't know. I... There were like four. Oh, you cut out different... there. I have written fan fiction. Can you? Oh. Hear? Yes, I heard that. You've written fan fiction. I'm Can still. You? I'm still stoling that in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> so what are your opinions on fan fiction then if your screen's not frozen I, think I, have a, I have a varied opinion on it because uh, yeah there's some out there that is terrible that people did they know English I don't know or whatever language they're writing in it's, it's not clear <laughs> but at the same time there's some good stories out there that people have taken something and made it their own <laughs> yes, please go on. I'm just so joking. Obviously, I did not write fanfiction for the sake of and trying to make my own thing. I just saw something that I enjoyed and I thought, huh, this would be a fun way to look at it differently. And I wrote it down and then I put it on the internet and people read it. It was actually kind of surprising. I didn't expect them to. Um, so you were also guilty I had fun. Is there a link um, to this? Do I, do we get no? Do we, oh, okay. No, you don't. <laughs> Continue then. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I what it was about. Give us a tease. Just a tip. Just There's the tip, Sarah. Come Harry on. Harry Potter fan fiction. Never mind. Never mind. I'm good. Please continue. <laughs> I immediately rescind all. <laughs> That's that's perfect. I I read the book and was like, you know what? I feel like I have a better ending for this, and wrote it down. And I had fun. And really, I think that's the important thing. I have to say personally that if someone were to write fan fiction of something that I created, I would feel really honored by it because it would tell me that someone enjoyed what I wrote so much that they thought about it and they thought this would be a cool story to tell about it too. Well, it looks like Kit agrees with you in the chat. Yeah. He says, I wouldn't mind someone doing fan fiction of some of my works, both because it would mean exactly. that I've accomplished enough to imprint on someone, or maybe that would spread some awareness of my works. Exactly. That's exactly it, Kit. I, I think that it would be really cool to have someone try to imitate what I did, because it means that they have enjoyed it. As a non-writer, I could say I'm, I'm guilty of not really writing fanfics, but putting... Uh, fan interested stuff in my games when i when i set up some of my like uh some of the dungeons and dragons stuff i've run i as writing oh. some of my own stories that i've put in characters from various things and write up a new kind of a tangent i guess of where they might be in the situation not exactly a whole new story about that their story but you know placing them somewhere else and seeing how things go so you play with it like fable did for example kind of fable would like put I, in Example: I had one of the the characters was had a, like an one of our players had an interest in Alice in Wonderland, so I ended up putting Cheshire Cat into one of our, our sessions as a as a character, and almost as a villain. And it's it's become more of a side thing that I've teased at, but it hasn't really been you know too big. But it's something you know something that I've thrown in a little bit here to see how it was responded with the players and if it would draw any interest. I would like to put it out there. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland is one of those books no one has read. <laughs> like, yeah, how many people... I, I mean, like, if you go out and someone tells you they're obsessed with Alice in Wonderland and they tell you what Alice in Wonderland is about, you just look at them because they haven't read it. I, have ne- yeah. I haven't met anyone who's actually... Have read the book, to be honest. I didn't ask, but I could see it based on their... Are there people who have watched the movie and been obsessed with it? Because that seems insane. No, that's pretty yeah. common. That's pretty common, Sarah. What reality do you live in? <laughs> I want to be there. People read where you live? What? They do, yeah. Maybe I didn't have five people. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But please, I also just don't know people who are obsessed with Alice in Wonderland. 
I enjoy it. I'm not really with someone who would be upset. I, I like the characters and I like the story, but I never read the book either. I definitely only seen movies. Mm, yeah, I had to read it for a class. Some of the video games and the video games are interesting too. I have They're a very. Well, uh, quick, quick, quick question: The Jabberwocky is it from the book Alice in Wonderland? From a sequel. No. From what I remember, it started as a poem, didn't it? Yeah, it's a poem. Yeah, it's a, if I'm not this, mistaken, it is it a Germanic is, poem. It is not in Alice in the Looking Glass. It is a poem. Yeah, that is correct. So was right then. No, I wasn't. Anyway. And do you want to give a fun story of the very first time that I read fan fiction by accident? It's a pretty entertaining story. Yes. Was it, so, wait, 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 romantic fan fiction? <laughs> yep. Oh, then yes, please. <laughs> oh, please. So I was 10. When I was, when I was seven or eight, I started reading The Lord of the Rings. And then my third grade teacher convinced my mom, she's too young to read that. She won't understand it. She will be scared by it. No, not true. I got like halfway through The Two Towers by the time that she stopped me and I loved it <laughs> do I need to put another viewer discretion no, in the good. chat real quick uh, <laughs> no it's we're good okay <laughs> so uh, she, my mom took it away from me and she wouldn't let me have it back for like three years so at one point like halfway through that when I was in grade 5 <laughs> I was just really sad and I was like man I didn't know anything about it wait wait just flip, okay, before you finish all I can think of is you reading a fan fiction called The Two Towers <laughs> and the Lord oh of the God. Rings. And it's just no. two assholes and two giant penises. Oh. <laughs> the no. But please continue. Actually, well, yes. Just wait. We're getting it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I googled it. I just googled, like, Lord of the Rings. I was just trying to see if I could find it online. Like, beat my parents because they'd taken the books away from me. And um, I found a story, and I started reading it, and it was a scene I recognized. It's, um, it's not in the movie, but if you've read the book, if you've read Fellowship of the Ring, there's a scene, Frodo, like, there's, like, 17 years in between when Bilbo's party happens and when Frodo leaves the Shire, and toward the end of that time, Frodo actually, like, moves away from Bag End, yeah. and he and his friends go on, he and Marion Pippin and Sam go on, like, a little through the Shire. And when they arrive at Frodo's new house, their friend is there, and he's drawn them all baths. And they all have a bath in the same room, in four big tubs. And so it was it was that scene, and I was like, okay, yeah, I recognize this. Let's see what happens. And I kept reading, and uh, Marion Pippin <laughs> went off. But uh, Frodo is oh. <laughs> I didn't get super far before I stopped. They were, like, making out. And I was like, this is not okay. This is not how this scene went. Let's redefine high fantasy. Welcome to the internet, Yeah, that it really was like the pretty much the first time I was allowed to browse the internet. So wait, wait, did you did you have did you have flashbacks to that to that scene in the book when you were watching the end of Return of the King when they're all jumping in the bed? I can imagine you might have had no. PTSD for a moment. No. <laughs> no, this isn't actually in the books. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fun fact, though, if you haven't read Lord of the Rings books, there is actually a surprising amount of nudity. Yes. Well, it's, yeah. It's this an adult like book. Thing, it's an adult book. It's not an adult book. Not really. Anyway, back to fan fiction. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> so that was my introduction to it as a small child. Um, on that note, one fan fiction I, I did say I do I do appreciate, but that's on a different uh, on a different rung. It would be abridged. Um, when we had Kit on, actually, <laughs> he mentioned uh, Sword Art Online abridged. Um, which I, I, I completely agree is the, there's very few abridged, like there are some good abridged out there, like Dragon Ball Z abridged, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, uh, 
Uh, Helsing abridged is good. Goblin Slayer abridged is good. Um, oh, there's another one that's pretty good, but nothing beats if you've if you've seen Sword Art Online and you've watched that anime, then do yourself a favor and watch the better version, Sword Art Online abridged. <laughs> and just remember. It's always donate to the Kirito's Always Right Foundation. <laughs> always donate to the Kirito <laughs> Always Right Foundation, because um, the and and the reason I say that and I and I'm for that kind of fan fiction is because in in pertaining to Sword Art Online itself is it was two anime. You have a guy who is the best at this game. Everyone gets locked off in the spoilers, by the way, and he gets locked off in this game and. He becomes the most powerful because he's just used to playing MMORPGs and he's just really good. And here's the thing. They make him, like, the pinnacle of good. Like, oh, I'm going to help people. Oh, I have such a kind soul. But in the abridged. Okay, but just, like, if you play those games, those people do exist. But they are literally 1 in 100 and they are not good at the game. They're the kind of people that like they're pretty good, but they're not they're not soul crushingly good, like Kirito's supposed to be. Those people are dicks. Yeah. It's just absolute assholes. And I'm sorry, it's just it I've been those people too. It just happens. You start to lord over people. And if you watch the abridged, that's exactly what happens. And it's so gut wrenchingly awesome. How how they pretty much just said no, sort out of the line wouldn't happen like this. If someone was this powerful, they would lord it over people. And yeah. Yeah. It's short. To watch the whole thing only takes like two hours, but it's so good. Every episode just makes me so happy. Um, but the reason I, I think that's fine and I, I enjoy that is because the goal is they inject it's it's sort of online. But it's not. There is no... The only thing that's the same is what's happening and the animation. Everything else is its own complete story. It's a complete different view of what's going on. Rather than someone, uh, in my mind, trying to imitate a writer. And instead of actually... How do I say? Instead of actually trying to create something of their own... All they're doing is they're basically limiting themselves. At least that's how I find it. And I never like fan fiction. It's never as good. It's like, and I I know I'm a hypocrite because then I'll go out and I'll argue all day until Sunday that the the extra books of Dune that were done by Frank Herbert or um, Frank Herbert's son, sorry, um, the Machine Crusade are some of my favorite books. Which are literally fan fictions by his by his son, that were published and are technically canon to the Dune series. They're some of my favorite books. Um, yeah. But what? Do you, I'm gonna open up the floor now. I guess. Uh, what do you What do you guys think? I'm sure you guys watched a bridge series. Obviously, Caden over there does. I think I might have seen the Dragon Ball. The Dragon Ball Z abridged? I don't quite remember. Dragon Ball abridged is amazing. That was another one that's like just as good, if not better, than the original. The shenanigans of like screaming for like six episodes. Well, they cut all that out, right? Instead, they focused more on like how because Goku was head like fell in a mountain and dropped on his head, so he's not very bright. Did, yeah, they like focus on that, and it's hilarious. Did Goku just? Did Gohan just dodge? I think I could cry right now. Is Piccolo crying? Cry. <laughs> 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 I enjoyed the Yu-Gi-Oh uh, abridged. No. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh abridged is pretty good too. I found the first couple episodes to be. Ugh. Once you get into that, it, yeah. Yeah. How far does the, the bridge go? Is it just that first season on the island, or Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge like, goes dang. right to the end. Like they literally oh. just finished it like four or five months ago. Like right to the end of Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay, is it what, like the, the uh, Yugi story? 
it's, extra people come in. No, it's it's Yugi. Okay, because well, eventually, like it stops being Yugi as the main character, right? No, it, it's Yugi's arc. It's his entire. Okay. Arc. They also did uh, Five Ds and GX. They're not as good. Well, I don't matter. I've never watched the abridged or the original versions of any of these. But what what's the point of the abridged one? So the, making a joke of everything that what the abridged is. Okay, so Yu-Gi-Oh! This is a good one to work with too. So Sarah, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a card game, and in the TV show, it is a card game, children's card game. Okay. And so a running joke in the show is not a children's game, really. But in the show, (laughs) in the show, you have to imagine these really serious people like wielding what they would consider like guns and super weapons, but they're just playing cards. And these monsters actually like can manifest in reality, and it's it's just it's ridiculous, right? In the in the abridged, they constantly acknowledge. They're like, I will take your soul by defeating you in a children's card game. <laughs> and, okay. it's, and it's so much better. Is it, is it mostly just a humorous retake on it? Yeah, because it's like, I am, the, I am the Emperor Pharaoh from 10,000 years ago, and I will quell these demons. Possessing a 12-year-old's body. I will quell these demons in this... And this constant intrusion into our reality by playing a children's card game. It's so good. And then there's like there's like the antagonist, his like his his arch rival, who's like, No, you beat me in a children's card game. How can I live with myself? Oh my god. It's so good. It's so much money. It's so good. Character was taking it like way too seriously because in his time it wasn't a fucking kids' card game. It was no, in Egypt, yeah, in the Pharaoh time, they were like they actually played it for like regions of land and yeah, that was how they saw the war. But in their time, it was they literally summoned these creatures and like waged war on each other. But now it's a but children's card in game. In modern times, it's been reduced to a children's card game. Or, like, the other thing is, there's a rules to the actual game, the way that it's played, and there's actually way, like, you can't do certain things. But the main character, Yugi, he's like, with my millennium, with my, what is it called? He calls it my millennium. Millennium puzzle. Millennium puzzle. Yeah, no, no, puzzle. but in the abridged, he calls it something else. It's my millennium. Pyramid, probably, or. <laughs> no. My Millennium Plot Device. With my Millennium Plot Device, I can change the rules of the game and target the Dark Ring around your castle, bringing it down and destroying all your monsters and your life points. Wait, you can't do that. That's not how this game works. Ah, but with my Millennium Plot Device, it now does. It's so (laughs) good. I mean, the first couple seasons were real bad. It was like halfway through Battle Season or Battle City, they actually started using the real rules from the game. No, they didn't. That was like a little bit. A little bit. Just a A little little bit. bit. Dude, like none of the rules made sense in the first two seasons at all. And that's the point. They're calling it the same thing, but that's not what they're doing. That's one of the running jokes. Is the villains would be like, "That's not how this game works." Ah, my Millennium Plot Device says it does now. (laughs) 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 Then when they actually beat Yugi, the only way they beat him is they're like. How did you beat me? We took away your protagonist powers. No! <laughs> if I'm not the main character, nothing will ever go my way anymore. <laughs> it's, it's so true. It's, so, but that show, it's more of a take on just running plot devices. And it's, it's more of a giant fourth wall break where SAO abridged. It's an actual story. It doesn't. It's not about talking to the audience. It's about remaking the story as it should be. It's another say, another one with. Um, if you guys ever, anyone seen uh, the Van Helsing abridged or Helsing abridged? That was great too. Yeah. Helsing. So now Helsing is just really good. Helsing's just good. Like, like just watch Helsing. Just watch Helsing or Helsing or Helsing 
um, whatever the whatever the EVO is, like there's a there's another version. It doesn't matter. They're both amazing. Watch Helsing. But Helsing abridged is hilarious because it the idea is the same. Is it ta- kind of takes both? It takes the fourth wall breaking of Yu-Gi-Oh abridged, and instead inserts you have Dracula Alucard, and um, he's just so OP as shit. And in he's from the thing, I know what he calls police girl. Yeah. <laughs> My name, she keeps telling him her, her name. <laughs> name and he just calls a police girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Don't worry, it's what it's over right now. New name every time. <laughs> but I, I I like a bridge series because I think the idea is you're looking at something and you're you're putting a you're putting your own spin on it. And you're not taking a property and trying to copy it. Um if anyone's ever seen uh, this is a bit different, but there's this guy who's called If the Emperor Had a Text-to-Speech Device. And you have this, this entire universe, 40K, where there is no lore, really. Well, there's tons of lore, but there's no... There's, like, this vacuum of lore in terms of comedy because it's so dark, and there's no videos of it. And if you look it up, the idea is you give this Emperor, who's literally a zombie that sits on a throne, a text-to-speech device. And he gets to actually talk for the first time in ten thousand years to his subjects, and he that finds it. Typing of the dead. It's it's really good. You should you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Um. But I I like that because it it puts its own spin, and it's taking it's your it's not it's not replicating it's your own creative take, which is way more fun to enjoy for me. Well, it's like D and D, right? You, you mash a bunch of shit together, and you just roll with whatever happens. But you don't have but to. I, you could be you someone who just runs. I putting your own spin on it, though, is what is what good fan fiction does. Yeah. Like putting your own spin on it, I think that the the good fan fiction out there—that's what it does. So, how is that? How is it different? Yeah. Well, maybe you see it differently. It's not being sexual most of the time. I mean, that is definitely one thing. There is the dark dark side of fan fiction we've kind of only touched on. Where, um... And uh, that that is... I'm not going to say that's a detractor because I usually ignore it. But it is a concern. You know? Most written fan fiction... Or like, if you're gonna try and look up fan fiction, more often than not, it's 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 not what you're looking for, unless you are looking for that kind of thing. <laughs> then there's a whole for. plethora of fan exactly. fiction for everything on the internet for you. But rule thirty four. Uh, yes, literally. Rule sixty three. Except or, no one follows yeah, rule thirty four. Well, there's all kinds of rules. I don't remember them all anymore. The question is, and I was asked this once, what's the first rule? You don't talk about the internet. I actually used to know. There's like a list. No, there's a list. There is a list. I'll look it up. Yeah, there's a list. I know that the first rule is probably like... Who made up this list? Where did this list come from? Who legitimized said list? Probably Reddit and 4chan and stuff like that. It's usually where it comes from. So the most illegitimate places to... (laughs) Yeah, well, are you surprised? Except for fortune is kind of where, yeah, a lot of things came out of. Uh, it's like rule one is don't talk about rules two to thirty-two or thirty-three. Uh, that's why they jumped to thirty-four. Ah, I see. So it covers their own asses. Sounds about right. But um, the difference I see in, in between fan fiction and something like an abridged series is an abridged series you have more limited tools and you're working with what's already been put to screen. And so the people that are watching already know what's going to happen because more often than not, they've already seen the series and they have every expectation of what to expect. So in other words, the plots there, in other words, that you just follow the yellow brick road. The difference is how, how do you, how do you write your scenes in such a way 
that it comes across the way that you actually you actually envisioned it in your mind at the time watching it. Um, best way I could explain that is like when you watch something on a cartoon series because that's always cartoons or anime, and you watch this serious moment. At what point do you imagine another voice saying a different line? And then completely changing the entire perception of this scope scene. And I think that takes more artistry than it does to sit down and just write what you're thinking that's in the same universe. That's your own, I wouldn't say your own take, but just your own part that you wish to play, that you wish to write. I think that's way, that's, yeah, I'll stick with that. I think it takes way more yeah. skill. What you just described to me sounds like the exact same thing. How so? Like, I, I heard you say essentially the same thing twice. It's like seeing the, the actual video of it. Okay. Explain. What you... I don't know if I can. I think the difference of bridged in the way that you're thinking is more it's the visual aspect, whereas fan fiction is more the writing aspect. When you read it, I don't know. I literally don't know. <laughs> it's all kind of the same to me. I think an easier way to explain myself would be putting more limitations on your piece of work it's harder to be expressive and it's harder to write that and it makes it it puts more effort and at the same time it, it requires more artistry than it does to simply write it's a fan fiction you have a preset to kind of work with exactly where if you're writing a fan fiction you can start anywhere you want fucking want with any power level of character you want with however you want to write that story where in an abridged you don't have that luxury you have the tools at which the animators and or first creators give you it is your job to write it in such a way and express it in such a way that though the scenes are playing out the same as they did when they originally aired it is a completely different we'll say feel and a different um it has a different tone. It has a different message. It has a different, the same. You know, I think that's a lot harder. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think I understand a little better now. Mm -hmm. I get you. I get you better now. Okay. So you just think that because the abridged is is the same thing but shown from a different perspective. Mm hmm. You prefer it? Okay. Perspective okay. works. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Hmm. Do you disagree? No, I don't think I. I think I don't have enough information to disagree because I've never seen anything abridged. So, but I, I can definitely see what you're saying there. I do think, for me, the reason why the the first thing that I wrote of fan fiction was because I wanted to write something, but I, I wanted to practice writing something in a style that I wouldn't usually pick and that's why I picked that mm. um, it's why I picked uh, Harry Potter that I did it's um I don't usually I tend to write actually like third person omniscient point of view and Harry Potter is written third person close all on Harry Potter himself and I thought it would be good to practice doing that so that I could get a better viewpoint of what I was doing and just just practice writing things with something that already had a bit of a template for me to do it and I think that was really really useful for me it actually helped me a lot it taught me a lot as I was doing it so I'm mm -hmm. glad I did that okay I, I can understand yeah. that I just I get really ticked off when it, it crosses over into popular culture and gets a movie and becomes super famous even though it's just poorly written crap but that's just yeah, my I mean, opinion. I mean, 52 degrees just is poorly written crap. I didn't say names. So. You did. <laughs> As if we didn't know. Thank you. Great examples. John, what you said. Right? 
I don't have enough knowledge to really know exactly which ones aside, aside from this the ones that you literally just talked about. Well, I'm sorry. What what other examples? Of, of movies yeah. that like books that fan fictions that became movies. There are times that it crossed into popular culture. I can't think of any others either. Um. Yeah. So I said I already did say. So we said Fifty Shades of Grey. I said, although it hasn't been made in movie, there's uh, Frank Herbert's uh, son's books of Dune. There's... I guess in that sense, there's all of the Tolkien books that were published after. I was just going to get to that. All the extra Tolkien books. Um, They both were written from notes, so I don't know. All the the HP, all the stuff that's associated with HP Lovecraft that has been made into movies... That has nothing to do with him. Like, um, like which movies? Like, like I don't. Well, he. Uh, um, what was it? T- Terror from the Mountainside or something? Yeah, uh, I think that one just came out on audiobook. Like, um, would you consider like since Disney took over Star Wars? Would you consider their type of? Uh, now, like Star Wars is a Star Actually, Wars. That's an interesting question. Star, Star Wars. Wars universe but at the same time star wars every one of those pieces even in legends so okay so the way it's divided just for people who aren't good with the star wars universe is you have legends and canon um legends was all the star wars comics and books that were done before it was essentially uh i think it was after it was sold to disney or before and then they started their own canon and canon is exactly what that means. Everything that is canon is canon. And everything in Legends is no longer canon. Because it used so to be, because that was written... I mean, when, when Disney physically took over and started changing and doing the rewrites of things. Yeah, yeah. That took made Legends no longer canon. But yeah, but it, it's the point is... So, but here's, here's what I was getting to. Uh, everything done in Legends was commissioned by george lucas it was um licensed out by george lucas studios therefore commissioned by george lucas because commissioned has a very specific meaning or was it authorized by him i I think when it comes I i think when it came to star wars he had to authorize everything until he sold the company until he sold it to to disney that's what I'm talking about. Would you consider Disney stuff? Disney's change <laughs> a type of fan. Kit says maybe Disney's excuse for not paying for authors is that their work is really fan fiction now, and I agree. That's, that's what I'm questioning. That's what I'm do you think? I I think that's completely true, and I'll be honest. Wizards of the Coast is being sued for it. Like, yeah, I think they. I think that's been changed recently. A lot. They they got that. I'm just, it, it's it changed or settled out of court. Yeah, I think it got settled. <laughs> if it got settled in court, then then that's a bit not... different. Oh, the lawsuit yeah, was think... dropped. Oh, I think it was oh, dropped. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. They they dropped it. I think. I hope Hissman and White or um, Hickman and Weiss are getting a new deal. But that being said, like, yeah, yeah, That'd be sweet fan fiction is it's good fan fiction gets abused and bad and there's so much bad fan fiction it's just it's it's a field of dicks it's like running through a field of dicks <laughs> isn't that yeah, pretty sure pretty much. Fan fiction then, John? <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i i didn't hear that you're picturing running through a field of dicks i'm not I'm i don't judge I'm i don't judge sure at all for fan fiction then <laughs> great fan. What is it? You know, I'm getting that from somewhere. Uh, Mr. Garrison's fan. Mr. Garrison's uh, romance novels. They don't watch South Park when they were younger. Um, <laughs> Mr. Garrison wrote a, a, a romance novel. I'm just trying to think of what the name was. Um, oh, I'm usually so good with South Park trivia. Um, oh, it's something like that. Uh, anyway like not like more than one it's like it's like field of penises or something i it's not that but it's it's something like that lovely move dicks or something 
But um, moving on to our last topic of the evening, um, abandoned resolutions. Really we forget about it. Abandoned resolutions. So focusing what? on Grease Goblin, um, how many times did you tell yourself you were going to lose twenty pounds in the new year? Uh, how old am I? <laughs> I don't can't. I'm not going to answer that question on stream. Yeah, many years. After high school, I stopped caring. Yeah, He's still not in it. Fifty Shades of Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad, bad thing is that would sell kit. That would sell. That would sell like hotcakes. It does sell. Oh, it does. Oh yeah, those are very good too. Like oh, very good, seriously. Yeah. No. They're very it's... common ones, yeah. Oh. It's crazy so, uh, and disgusting. Insaniac, what's your new what's your New Year's resolution that you're gonna break? I mean, I, I don't know if you heard me, but I said I haven't made them since 2012. What was your last one then in 2012? Fuck it, dude. Um, what eight years ago. What broke it? What broke you in New Year's resolutions? Uh, the pilots? I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I didn't make... I probably stopped doing them in 2013 because I did them oh. in 2012. Oh, 2013 now. Oh. Fair. Because if I don't... If I did the one, the one year, I'm not going to do it the next fucking year when I say I'm not going to do them anymore. Do you right? remember what that your last New Year's, New Year's resolution was? When I was in grade 12. Why are you repressing uh, these memories, Insaniac? Is there something going on? Oh, uh, yeah. 2012, grade 12. I was going to say, how many of you enjoyed your high school? I did. Yeah, I was like three. Very unusual. I fucking loved high school. <laughs> it was a solid yeah. three. It's, it's, it's like you say, straight face. No, I'm not even kidding. I had a great time. Me, me too. Not grade 10. Grade 10 was literally horrific, but grade 11 and 12 were amazing. I, I wish I could go back. I had a great time. I, I, think, I, think, I think the the resolution was to probably maintain, like, a physical uh, health, but eventually I just actually started taking care of myself just in general, and knowing I, it comes up and down sometimes. Now you're not always going to be perfect on it. Gotta keep up on that physical health. Healthy body is a healthy mind. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to set impossible goals for myself. So, what you're saying is, your New Year's resolution now is to wake up and do 100 jumping jacks every day. I think that sounds like yours. Then you can say, hey, I did 100 jumping jacks today. No, my, I'm, I, I've never made I mean, New Year resolutions me because... I, I, I was fleet all of New Year's this year, so... I choose not to lie to myself, so I just don't make them. That 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 already sounds like a lie. Uh, you always uh, lie to yourself. That's the only way you can survive in your own like mind. I mean, if it doesn't exist, it's hard to tell. Exactly. I don't He's exist. Exactly. That he exists, but he knows yeah. he doesn't exist. I'm just a figment of your imagination. Everything's in your mind. I thought we were just all like every Sarah's imagination. It's true. You are none of your real. It's just me. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. It's so illogical. You're the one who told me that. We're all in Sarah's. We're all in Sarah's matrix. Nothing actually. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Sarah. You know what? There you go. I have a New Year's resolution to convince Sarah she's the only one that exists. I'm already convinced. So, so this is your call. Uh, See. Before 2021. Perfect. Then look, I succeed. I got. Oh man, look at that! Three days in, already completed my resolution. You completed that like two months ago. First one. First two one. Ago, John. First one. You finished it. You finished it two months before 2021. No, yeah, so no, well. but we just confirmed it now, so it only counts now. There you go. All right, moving down. What about Sarah's New Year's resolution? I have never made a New Year's resolution in my life. Good. You my can start right now. On New Year's or I'm gonna write New it down. And I only ever found out about them because of friends in school. Well, now is the time, and the time is now. Now is not the time. The time is now. No, I do things when I want to. Sarah's New Year's I... resolution. Make a New Year's resolution for next year. Done. No. 
I do things when I want to. I decide to do things when I want to, not for some arbitrary reason like the calendar changing. It's clearly making you want to do something because your brain is telling you you want to do this. Yeah, obviously. It's not. It's something is driving you to make this New Year's resolution. It's not. <laughs> You're just as convincing as always, Jeremy. It's not, so... Betty saw the same speech. Huge, Betty. You'd be surprised how convincing I can actually be. Speaking no, of which, going think. going so, down the row. What about you? Do you have any resolu- like Jeremy? Give me know, something. We're from the time when when we grow up, we had to make fucking New Year's resolutions at school. No, man, my, you're forgetting. My family is different than most families. <laughs> You don't like put. Why, why should you only be bettering yourself one day a year? That's just fucking. Exactly. You don't. You don't fold exactly. up a piece of paper. <laughs> wait, wait. You never folded up the Every piece of paper and soaked it in the lamb's blood and then stuck it inside the pig and lit the pig on fire. I don't. I don't do New Year's resolutions. I have. I have like goals. I like you, Jeremy. You know what? <laughs> That's exactly it, though. Like, why? This is, it's just an arbitrary date. Why Why does it matter? Because humans are... Because it's the arbitrary day that was set for the something. year to start. Do it. Yeah, you shouldn't be waiting to do You Just be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I got another six months of drinking left in me. I'll wait right? till next year. Do you know how many people like, no, do that, no, though? No, no. Do you know how many people literally tell themselves, ah, it's September. I'll just go till New Year's and I'll stop at New Year's. Yeah. You know how many oh, I know. It's just another year? arbitrary day. Thing in the world. And then, yeah, they, they do it again all, all And then they're again like, oh, but St. Patrick's Day is in March. Oh, I'll do it after St. Patrick's Day. Then after uh, St. Patrick's Day. Thanksgiving's yeah. coming up. Sounds like I don't want to be sober with family. <laughs> just, it just becomes an excuse. New it Year's is. It is an excuse. Exactly. But we give okay. ourselves these excuses. So that we can feel better as a society. Why don't you conform? No, so, so you can feel better as a person, not as a society. This conform. society should look at me. <laughs> yeah. No, it really is. Like, it's a performance. You're conform. doing it not for your sake, but for the sake of conform. telling people, this is my New Year's resolution. That's dumb. I got my life together. Take that, people. Lies. So one of what so one of my best New Year's resolutions when I was a kid is when I was seventeen, yes, I made a New Year's sure. resolution that I wanted to do as much drugs as possible before I turned eighteen. Best time of my life. Wow, great. Best four That's months. A pretty good New Year's oh, it was so good. Oh man, the next that, four months I was year? so wrecked. Not even like three months ever taken does that does that mean after that you started taking less drugs so that way that would forever be i did because then i had um i had whatever they're called provincials so i had to be smart provincials and pass them and i did and then i got into university and then i took all the drugs until my first day of university (laughs) i literally stopped for a month so that i could get above 80s on all my fucking grades and then i was like all right back to drugs is your New Year's position did it actually turn out to be true? Do you have you never done as much drugs as you ever did that one year ever? I'll be honest. That summer, I came. That summer, if you add that summer, no, I've never done that much because that summer I went to Shambhala and I went nuts. That's all I'm gonna say. Like all, all those, all those crazy stories I've told you about how like I've done some stuff out in a party in the middle of the woods. That was that was one fucking weekend. <laughs> Or one fucking week. Oh, I and I like I lost my mind. So well, I'm glad you didn't. Die. So that's that year. Yeah, that's 2007, 2000 to 2008 was basically do all the drugs I can, and I did, and I'll never look back and feel bad. I did all the drugs. That being said, I still remember that New Year's resolution. I remember that one. All of the trucks. So, Easy, easiest one to accomplish. Done? What's your New Year's resolution this year? Uh, my New Year's resolution this year. Um, you have one. Oh my god. Oh, uh, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> That's a lot. It's already like January second, third, third. It's the third. Third. You're late. Yeah, when I see it, I get time to think about it. How do you not have one already? Oh yeah, because right? none of now you. Now I'm just disappointed. 
Are you really? Yeah, slightly. Scared about making New Year's resolutions? You should have made one already. You're as disappointed as you are. You know what I've you never been? You are, usually are in I've been a lot of things in my life. I've never been an alcoholic. My New Year's resolution is become an alcoholic. Great. Great. I, mean, I, Great think that's, I think that's backwards thinking as to the reason for a New Year's resolution. So, so but think of it this way. Is, wait, wait, wait. Think of it this way. If not, I complete that's it. That's not bettering yourself. Jeremy, if this I complete it. Just guys, if no, I complete it. No, no, no. Then I complete my New Year's resolution. In no way does that better Dude, wait, Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Everyone fails a New Year's resolution. No one ever gets that goal. So if I want to become an alcoholic, it's a win-win. Because either I fulfill my New Year's resolution and go, ha, 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 I did it. Or I fail and I'm still not an alcoholic. Win-win. Man, that sounds just as much as logical. Yeah. That's, that's, actually, pretty, that's actually pretty logical. <laughs> that's why you two are considered the most illogical people in the party. Yeah, that's why you two are the most chaotic. It makes so much sense that it doesn't. Yeah, it makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. It is to basically he is going to become an alcoholic. His goal is to not become an alcoholic because he doesn't believe in New Year's resolutions. Exactly. So he does believe in it. The point of it is to make this a better yourself. So if you're who said that? Who said it was about bettering yourself? Uh, I never saw no rules. <laughs> if you make the point to experience not failure, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna fail because that's part of life, son. This part of life, shoes. son. When you didn't tie your shoes, you fucking failed. When you tie <laughs> No, you just buy slip-ons. <laughs> there's, exactly. there's always an easy way. I mean, you I learn, but that means you learn, and it happened to you once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just get annoyed at the laces, and you buy Velcro shoes. <laughs> you don't like tying up your snowboard boots? Fine, buy clip-ons. Done. <laughs> it's like you fucked up the first time, so you learn to not do it again. Weird. So strange. Much, much uh, understanding. Yes, I'm joking, Cassandra. I'm not going to become an alcoholic. I hate, I really don't drink that much at all. You wouldn't be able to. You, you're like me. You die first. Probably. <laughs> yeah. well, I think the only time I've ever seen you drunk is when uh, Chaos Incarnate uh, happened. Chaos Incarnate yeah. left the building, and so we had to get yeah. drunk. It was the first time in a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, there was this being we called Chaos Incarnate, chat, and there's there's no other way to say it. It was Chaos Incarnate, and it finally left the building, and we're like, let's get fucking drunk. That was good. That was a long time coming. And it was a nice, uh, nice bro night. I was not there. I was not one of the best. I pulled out my unicorns. Right? We, we, We all pulled out our unicorns. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there, so I don't know, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And Jan passed out on my couch for a while. Yeah, too much unicorn. Yeah, exactly. Way too much unicorn. All right, so we have five minutes left. I want everyone to give me a resolution. I'll give you a real one. Not to give a resolution. Take your shit and go. Sounding silence. <laughs> no, I do not accept. Everybody like, you take your shit and go. <laughs> I want. I want. We have. We have people in chat. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear people tell. Tell. Tell the, the goddamn cast members that they want. They want resolutions. John, you want to know what my resolution is? Yeah, I do. My resolution is to not make a resolution. Done. Oh, that back? works. No one else gets to do mine, that one. Mine is to do what I want, when I want, regardless of any stupid and <laughs> random things. Like <laughs> so you're the Eric Cartman. Sarah wants to be Eric Cartman. Perfect. Next. Maybe? Jeremy. You take your shit and go. Is that is that your resolution to take I'm, your shit and go? Yeah, no, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> you guys? No, I'm, I'm not playing that game. 
no. Come on, I Jeremy. Got, I got goals, but I'm not necessarily sharing them. Ah, oh, fine. That's totally fair. He is. He's an. He's an international spy. He's got mystery goals. And then finally, Insaniac. Give me something oh, he's real. Don't give me something passive-aggressive. Unless your New Year's resolution is to be less passive-aggressive. Or to be less passive-aggressive. Or be more. Oh my god, crank it up to 11. Or just be aggressive. Be aggressive. Or just be passive. Let him speak. Andrew being positive? That doesn't happen. Let him speak! You guys are doing a good job speaking for me. I, you know. <laughs> not something out of the ordinary. And that's been the talk show, everyone. Thanks for listening. No, we still have three minutes. <laughs> Sorry you had nothing better to do, but... <laughs> hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I get to say when it's over, not you! <laughs> I'm going to be good. I'll just stop talking and leave. I'll just talk to myself for three minutes. It'll be like Mr. Rogers. It'll be like Mr. Rogers. I'll just sit here and say, Well, children, thank you again for coming. It's been a wonderful time here in our little neighborhood. It's a wonderful... Make sure to say hello to your neighbors. And Make sure you say hello and have a great time. And just remember, you're special and you're important to us and the Films oh. Talk Show. Oh, one of the best gifts my mom always gives every year is she always gives calendars. And this year she, gave me, she gave me calendars with uninspiring quotes. Such uninspiring <laughs> quotes as... Wait, wait. You're a snowflake, small, cold, and temporary. I love it. You know what can be a great gift yeah. to us as people watching? Joining and becoming a minion today and support us at the Patreon. There's, there's no time like now to keep doing nothing forever. That sounds like a pretty inspirational quote. Mm. I like that one. Pretty like everyone does all the time. Life goes in a circle. It just goes around and round and round and will never lead to anything. I love it. Uh, but yeah. Alright. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. You're so inspired. Um, that being said. So good. You're very inspiring for absolutely no reason other than being uninspiring. Once again, John's once again, happy new year to our, uh, to our listeners. Um, I mean, I'm sorry you had nothing better to do, but I'm happy you could spend it here. See, that's how you say it. Goddamn Steelers. And, um, yeah, well, please, please or follow us. Um, get the free app. Some... It's a free app. It's free. It's just likeness.com. Just likeness.com. Get the app. It's free. Today. Um, it's great. You can subscribe if you hit the subscribe button over there. Please, like so follow, that'd be follow cool. Follow, follow, yeah, follow. I I know what I'm talking about. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, thank you all for watching. Um, no one listened to Insaniac. He is just babbling to himself. I think, in fact, it sounds like he's cutting out. He does have a Twitch channel. I guess you can watch him there. It, it's, you, it's, you, you know what? Wait, I can a, do whatever. You, the, you know what? You know what? He has an amazing Twitch channel. That's what he wishes. And he starts to oh mine. Like, okay. You know what? Cool. I'll yeah, plug whatever I want. I'll plug whatever I want. Have you ever seen, heard of PewDiePie? Go on YouTube and watch PewDiePie. There, I plugged him. Yeah. There, there. Sure I'll plug. I'll plug someone else. You ever heard of Summoning Salt? Go on YouTube and watch Summoning Salt. Great like, videos. I'll plug them all. I'll plug who I want. I can plug anything I want. This is my show. I'll, I'll plug a hole. I am so sorry, everybody listening. Make sure to oh, Bo Burnham, yeah, Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham's great, watch yeah. his comedy on YouTube, it's great, just go am, watch I him. I am so sorry, I would stop him if I could, but sadly, <laughs> I imagine Something you know. entertainment. <laughs> no, he's ranting again. <laughs> Is he going to stop? <laughs> I don't think so. 
No, Subscribe. <laughs> Crime. We don't.